Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. Welcome to Two Kids and a Career. I've been waiting for my next guest (laughs) to be on an episode. We've had to reschedule this three times, right? Oh, life. Very, very busy, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Miss Kate Rodenfels, how are you? I'm so great. How are you doing today? Good. So we work together. We're friends, but we kind of connected because of our babies. Absolutely. And I wanted you to be in this realm of things because... We want to talk about infertility, and I cannot believe that I'm this far into episodes of the podcast, and I've only had one person talk about her infertility. It's not because there's a lack of infertility issues. There's a ton. Every woman I have spoke to pretty much on the episodes of this podcast have told me that they have a story. Yeah. And so we've only discussed it in one entire episode And we're going to discuss it again now because your story is different than hers. And I'm referring to Erica. She was featured in episode three, which you can go back and listen to that episode. But something that I told her and I'm telling you now, too, I didn't have infertility issues like you two. But when you're trying to get pregnant and each time that monthly period comes and you're not pregnant. It's it a story. Yes. And, right. that's, and everyone always thinks that their story is, well, it's not as bad as the other person. So you don't want to talk about it. Right. And it's, there's always a worse story. And so nobody talks about it ever. And so it's, oh, I had a miscarriage. At, it was only six weeks, though. It wasn't, you know, 20 weeks. It was. So you're always comparing these stories. So you feel silly like talking about it all the time. And so it's. Yeah, actually, Eric and I, that's how we bonded. Really? Yeah. We started talking about. um I didn't know her story and we were sitting at lunch and it's, we both said at the same time, no one talks about it. And I have been, I'm such an open book about anything. And this has been something that a lot of people have been able to come to me now because, you know, they, they said that I, I handled it um, in a way that they would like to, but I think I just maybe block things out a little bit and just pray that that it's all going to work out and it, and thank the good Lord it did. But it's, um yeah, I didn't have anyone to talk to about it when I was going through it. Ugh. So, I mean, I didn't know my friends hadn't gone through it. My family hadn't gone through it. Everyone got pregnant the second they wanted to get pregnant. So no one knew what to say and I didn't know where to turn. And I actually found a client who had a horrific story. I think she got up to maybe 10 miscarriages and wanted a baby so bad. And it was, and her words were so, so real. Every time I talked to her, you know, it was just like, she would, you know, say a bad word or say, this sucks, you know, like, and it wasn't a God has a plan type message every single time. You know, it was a, it's okay to be sad. <laughs> it's It hurts. It's bad. It's bad with your, you know, your husband's hurting, you're hurting, and and it's hard to get back up on your feet and start again. So with all that, I... 
hate that you didn't have anyone to talk to, but now I'm looking at you and I'm realizing you are someone else, someone else who is listening, who doesn't have someone to talk to. And I want you to be the person that they are talking to. So let's back it up. And I know it's going to be hard and I'm very thankful for you for sharing your story because there is something and you may not even remember this that happened between you and me. And I thought, Oh my gosh, was that the wrong thing to do? But we'll get there. (laughs) So tell me, tell me about the journey. What happened? Where did it start? What's going on? Well, my husband and I got married, well, according to St. Louis, a little later in life. <laughs> I know, same, same right? situation Like it's, we weren't here. in our 20s. And Gosh, so- and one thing you and I talked about is we both were asked when we both got married, is this your second marriage? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, and then you better, you better start trying fast. Shut up. Yeah, like, oh, and I remember going in when I first found out I was pregnant, and they said, well, you are... High risk, uh-huh. not high risk, or you're, well, you're an older age and you're high, you know, and I was like, what? I'm 31. Like, what is going, you know? And I, I mean? was older 32, than you. Yeah. I can't remember how old, but it's young 30s where, you know, it, it just was, it was mind blowing to think of it that way. But then I think both your and I's mind worked the same way of, oh my God, the what ifs. Mm-hmm. I, you never, ever thought you'd be the person having issues having babies. And right. then someone says something slightly like that and it's like, Okay, I guess I should be prepared. And I'm glad I guess I started to mentally prepare myself that something could happen so it wasn't such a shock. But <laughs> Okay, so you get pregnant. Yeah, we get pregnant. Um no problem and um we had a couple appointments and then we went for our 12 week. That was the first miscarriage and it was um the ultrasound was up on this big screen. I'll never forget it and the baby wasn't moving and the nurse wasn't talking. And I'm looking at Dan, and you know something's wrong. And I kind of had a weird mother's, like, leading going up to it just where I prepared myself that something was not going to be right for some reason going in there. Just didn't feel right. So then she, like, ran out and didn't come back for 15 minutes. And it just was up on the wall of just this, like, image of this baby not moving. The doctor came in and told us that we'd probably lost the baby maybe week 11, maybe like a week. So, you know, you go home and you replay everything you've done. Like, was it my fault? Did I work out? Did I walk too much? Did I do this? You know, and it's like, there's, like I said, I didn't really have a lot, a lot of people to talk to about it, except my family who's, you know, who's so supportive and then they're so incredible, but it was, there. no one had gone through it. So it was, you know, it wasn't a, it was like, you'll get pregnant, we can do this, you know? And it's like, I don't even know if I want to try again. You know, like that was... That's awful, but um, yes. Yeah, so we had to do um, not one, but two two DNCs with that baby because they thought they had completed the first time, and then I actually got a, a very severe infection weeks afterwards, and had to like I went into like shock and had to be rushed to the emergency room for a second one. Oh wow, which is crazy. Then we we took some time. I think it was three or four months to like let my body heal, and we got pregnant right away again. Okay. And so the doctor's not seeing anything wrong and I'm kind of high risk. I have a few things. I have psoriatic arthritis and I have factor five lighting. So they were kind of watching me a little bit deeper this time. And um, this one was around seven weeks, slight heartbeat. So it wasn't, it was, I got to see the baby and the, you know, the heartbeat and the ultrasound and whatnot. And then it just kind of faded. So, um, so that's second that's miscarriage. Second. So then same thing. I had two DNCs. It's weird how this is all coming back. I kind of forgot everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
then we got pregnant again. Like, my body healed, I got pregnant again. And to our surprise, we walk in and the ultrasound has two heartbeats. And they think that they actually saw a third. So they kept trying to chase it and like see, but it was like the echoing, I don't really understand. So I made them stop looking. It was enough, right? And this was completely natural. Like, not in my family. We hadn't started any medicine, which, like, we were about to. Like, I would have done anything at this point just to have, you know. And um, yeah, so we just had natural twin boys and a very easy pregnancy, and we made it through. So, yeah. So then we had two kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, I am going to stop you there because there's more to the story with the twins. Mm-hmm. They were born how early? early? Week 26, I went into labor. So the very first day of week 27 is when the boys came. So they were two pounds, uh, two seven and two four, I think were the weights. Yeah, two seven and two four. Brady was two seven. I saw those boys in yes. the NICU. In episode 14 with Joy Holdmeyer, we talked about she has a baby that was born 15 weeks early. And so we oh. talked about NICU life. And she said, I think. We should definitely do an episode of Nick Absolutely. Life. So you, for sure, and Joy, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that. But the boys, <laughs> we're fast-forwarding a whole lot because the boys are healthy. Oh, absolutely. They're great. They're insane. <laughs> um, but something that I want to bring up before we get to the next phase is what I mentioned a little bit earlier. So you and I were pregnant at the same time with our oldest kids. Yep. And you were pregnant first. You had told me. I got pregnant and nobody knew, but I approached you. And now I'm wondering if this was a very insensitive thing. So same situation, technically older as far as having a first child and the risk factors. And I I pulled you, I think I sent you an email and I said, hey, are you around? And you said, no, what's up? I said, oh, I just want to talk to you. Oh, I got so nervous. I, t- I will never forget that day. <laughs> and then you did come to me and you, I said, I-, I have to talk to you. I think I said something along the lines of, how do you know if you're going to have a miscarriage? Yep. And you were great. But now I'm like, was that an insensitive thing to say? Absolutely not. I mean, it's, I we was, were I was so impressed similar. by it because- Impressed. I don't really know how how to describe it. You were prepared. I think you and I are very similar with how we envision things, like how we can like see things. And I just always thought, you know, like that, you know, if if something were to go wrong, like I just need to prepare myself. Mm -hmm. Like that's just how my mind works. Like I think of the whole picture. Okay. I would like to get married and have kids, but what does that look like and what could go wrong? And I don't live negatively like, oh my gosh, like... It's preparation. It's, yeah, preparing myself for if this does happen. And it's, you were, I, I will never ever forget it. We were, we were standing right there in like behind that wall right there talking mm-hmm. about it. And it was absolutely not, that was not insensitive. If, if anything, like I was so honored that you were comfortable with talking to me about that. And I was, I hoped I was giving you the the right information, but it's... Everyone wants to hear things so differently right. when they're and when they're scared like that, like it's so scared. And when you're scared, like it goes on the whole pregnancy. Yep. You know, it's like, oh, you get to 13 weeks, okay. Now you have the whole second trimester, right. and it's like, and then your body starts doing even weirder stuff where you question. I googled something probably five times a day. What does this mean? You know, what does this mean? <laughs> you did give me good advice, and you said you mentioned ex- exercise. You were like, you can't think. You worked out too hard. No. You can't think you ate the wrong food because those aren't the things. You no. just can't 
control that. It just wasn't the uh, you know, and in my my doctor is is our age, and she is wonderful. And all she would say was, "It just wasn't healthy. It just wasn't. It wasn't anything that you did or your husband did or anything like. It just wasn't a healthy combination or a healthy egg or whatever it was. And it just was okay. That made me feel better. But it's hard to it's hard to believe that." Right. And it's it's and I watched a lot of my friends go through it after I did. And it was you had to keep saying it. You did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. And it's you can't help but blame yourself. <laughs> it's and yeah. you're hormonal on top of Ugh. that. So you're having a surge and then it comes back down and you're trying to get your body back together. And you're just you're trying to be strong for your husband, which is crazy. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're trying to keep everyone together at the same time, you know, and making yourself okay. But Because that was what I was dealing with every day. And it's so crazy. But every day I went to the bathroom when I was pregnant with the oldest, I thought, is there blood? Oh, yeah. Am I okay? What is going on? And then it, that, that's not healthy. But like you said, that was, mm-hmm. I just kept preparing myself because... But you had heard stories from your friends and like, you know... The re- I mean, it's the, the age reality thing. is scary. Yeah. Yes, and the age thing, and I and I'm s- and I know that that's going to get better. But gosh, that was mm. such a thing. Oh, it's you're so... high risk. You're high risk. You're high risk. It's like I'm in my mid thirties. Right. Are you serious? And I feel great. And that was like the scariest part when you do hear people like when they do miscarry and it's like everything's fine and you feel good and then you're like something's not right. Right. Like, it's just like there's nothing you can do. I mean, I remember one day at work. Um, I was talking to a coworker. It was probably about 4 p.m. I just started bleeding. I was pre- I was pregnant with the boys, and I don't know if I've even told you this. I, I don't was probably think so. like week. I don't know. We'll say 16, 17. Oh, and I gosh. was bleeding so bad that I, you know, I ran to the bathroom, and thank God, you know, no one saw anything. But like my whole dress was covered. I had to run. I like wrapped a sweatshirt around, and I ran to my car. And I had to sit in rush hour traffic and drive myself to Mercy. And I walked in, and they're like, "You're probably losing one or or both." And I was like, okay, all right, here we go. I prepared myself. I got, you know, Dan finally got there and um, they're like, oh no, everything's fine. Both babies are, I mean, it was like, what? Oh my God. Kate. Like, there's no reason. Because you did tell me that. You said, Jill, sometimes you might bleed. Yeah. And don't freak out. You will, but don't freak out. Right. It could mean, it, it's, there's just so much. It's just crazy our bodies can yeah. do this. Like, it's so scary. <laughs> it is. It is so crazy. I think about that a lot. I'm like, oh, my gosh. the you had a body. baby. Right. Like, what? <laughs> what happened? And then I laugh These because. mine? <laughs> I think about, too, just the crazy hormonal oh. stuff. Like, one time I cried over lavender soap. Lavender is my I favorite scent. Yes. But, and I cried because it stunk so bad. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a. About the soap and anyway. And, and then everything starts to pour out. <laughs> it's you so know, ridiculous. It's so, but it, it, it's like, and it takes a long time for our bodies to get back. Yeah. Fast forward again now. So <laughs> your twins were born yep. in April. They just turned three. Yep. And April Fool's babies. April Fool's babies. I totally remember. I'll never forget <laughs> no that. No one believes me because I must have a sen- <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> so then my oldest daughter was born in September. So it was a big running joke, whatever. We were had... The boys are going to be her boyfriends. Yep. So I thought, and I think you thought, you guys were done, yes. right? Yeah, we decided. Basically, poor Dan. I mean, <laughs> yes, there were so many. Like we were saying, I mean, you would go up and down. Your hormones would be crazy. And then you'd get back on track and you'd feel good again and life would be normal again. And then like it would happen again. And so it was just, and again, that journey I went through, I mean, that's, a year. People go through this for 10 years. You know, we watched so many of our friends go through this and it was, so again, you feel silly telling your story sometimes because it's like, oh yeah, we 
we had problems. And they're like, oh, you don't know problems, honey. Like, we, right. we've been going on. We've been doing this for a long, long time. So we decided one crazy day, like, okay, what do you think? Like, should we, should we, we, we were so scared of having twins again is why we never wanted to try again. Okay. Because our doctors kept saying, like, your age, the fact that you had natural twins, like, this could happen again. And knowing me, it was going to happen again. <laughs> and it was going to be two girls, and they were both going to have my personality, and it was going to be really <laughs> scary. Um, so we we tried, and we got pregnant. And again, you probably know what I mean, but it's like you just know it wasn't right. Uh-huh. Like, it was like, it wasn't the excitement that, like, you know something. Like, it was like, okay, positive pregnancy test, and then... And then it would be gone, you know. So it was like never enough to where I got to the hospital and like got a got to see the heartbeat or anything. So I think we had three pregnancy positive positives, pregnancy. but not. And then it would like go away. Okay. Like it was very clear. Pro- and I was very and I can you like I feel like I have these crazy dreams and I know I'm pregnant every single time. And so Dan and I were like, "That's it. <laughs> we are so blessed. We have you be- two beautiful kids. Like we're not going to go through this again." Like so, we're talking a total of. Five yeah. technical miscarriages. I mean, I know you just said three wasn't really. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, it was like never confirmed by the doctor, okay. but like didn't have your period type pregnancies. And, okay. And then you would get a positive test and then it would go away. So could there be more than five? Um, I think those are like the ones that I call. I'm pretty crazy. Like, I feel like I know right away if like I'm pregnant. That's a lot. I know, but it was, it was. So that was like three months in a, or maybe probably four months. And then all of a sudden, I'm not joking you, I am on a work call off of Olive. I will never forget this. And it's like 1030. And I swerved through traffic and stopped at this Mexican place. <laughs> and I'm sitting there eating a quesadilla with, with guac and chips. And it's 1030 in the morning. And I was like, what is wrong with me? I was like, oh, no. I'm pregnant with triplets this time. Like, why am I so hungry? So I called Dan. I'm like, I'm pregnant. Like, it wasn't even positive on the pregnancy test yet. Like, that's how, like, crazy my body was. And so it came up, and and we got pregnant, and it was the easiest, most wonderful pregnancy. Like, I was so happy to have, like, a regular nine-month normal pregnancy with Betty, and her name's Betty. And, um... And it was it was just such a blessing. I don't know. I just with the boys, it was always so scary because of the risk of having twins. And then I don't know. I had them at six months also. So yeah, we have three beautiful kids, and I I just I'm so they're just such miracles. Like I just love I love them so much. <laughs> so you carried Betty to term. Yeah, I mean we went a week a week early. They take me a week early, and then she came a week early. I left work. I heard. And my friend John Goodwin literally looked at me, the poor man sitting next to this beast of a pregnant woman every day eating and complaining it's hot. <laughs> and I was like, I turned to him, I was like, John, is it really hot in here? Is it just me? He was like, oh, babe, you got to go home. Like, you are a mess. <laughs> and I went to deliver that night. So it was, um, the journey was insane, but it was so, it was, every step was so worth it. And it's like, I'm just... Thank God we had like the doctors and the hospitals and everyone that we have here. Like I didn't have to go to like the extreme of going to like an infertility doctor, but we've had so many friends that have been able to, I mean, I, we have another best friend that has twin boys and they're the most beautiful things in the world. And, and, you know, everyone's journey has been so different to get there, but you know. And it's so crazy because when you were pregnant with Betty, I was pregnant yes, with again. my second. Right. Like, 
what? It's like happening? I know we're on the same page, and it's like, it's, and we're done. It's so me, oh, me too. Please, that's what someone said the other day. Like you're pregnant. I was like, I've never wanted something so bad in my life, and then want something to go away so badly in my life as well. Like I like, we'd be so blessed if another kid came. But at the same time, like. It's so nice to think like now, like this is our family. Now we can like plan and like do things with mm-hmm. just the five of us. And did the boys just love their little sister? Oh, they're so funny with her. It is. They are just. They are their mother. They look. <laughs> they're one's very similar to my husband, and one is similar adorable. to me. Where it has this imagination of just what it what is going on? <laughs> what What did you just make over there? Like cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's um it was worth it. It's. It's funny. I think you said when when I when I first came in here, I forgot everything because I blocked everything out, and it's it's weird to take this journey back mm-hmm. into it and like talk about it again. I have to tell this funny little story because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I give mad props to anyone who has multiples. And when I was pregnant with Lou, I said I kind of wish I was pregnant with twins. You know, I just have it or whatever. Oh hell no! So. <laughs> You came over to visit. So, again, the boys, they came in April, and then Lou came in September a few years ago. And you came over, and I opened the door, and I was like, how do you do this? I don't even think I said hi. How do you do this? I looked like a mess. I had these. I I was a mess. How do you do this with two? I can't do this with one. And you said, oh, I drink a lot. And I I block things out. I'm like, okay. And so then I'm like, well, Kate says she drinks a lot, so I think maybe I should start drinking a lot. And I'm telling people, and you're like, Jill, I was joking. Like, oh, I, we heard, I heard that from a mutual friend. I was like, Jill said that I drink a lot, and I was like, oh my god, I was drink, I was just joking. Like, I was like, I wish I could go out still. Like, you have one beer, and you're like done for the week. Like, I was, I was like, laughing so. That's hard. her coping mechanism. She drinks a lot. I'm gonna start doing it. I wish I could be one of those women that like goes home and like enjoys a glass of wine and like winds down like one day yeah i'm just like not i'm not a wine drinker and then you're so tired <laughs> you but how the heck years. do you do it with <laughs> twins and how old is betty now she's Betty's nine months nine months this week yeah isn't that crazy how <laughs> we keep a very very um organized strict house no <laughs> well, well and i and i said this to dan one time when we were all at a work event i said Oh, are your boys going through the phase right now where they're just like all about Kate? They just want their mom. They just want their mom. They cling to their mom because, oh, my God, Lou will not leave me alone. He goes, uh, no, Jill, they take who they can get because there's two of them. It's exactly like any oh. attention. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it is strange. I mean, we've always had a two person working home like you guys, you know, so it's like they're used to having a nanny. They're used to having babysitters. And now it's like now they're old enough where they're starting to ask and you feel so, you know, you do. You yeah. feel so guilty. Their, their question is, you come you come back? Oh, my, uh, my heart. Like, yes, I'm coming back. Like, it's... Yeah, like, yesterday, Lou said to me, are you going to say goodbye? And I said, yeah. She goes, I don't want you to say goodbye. I want uh, you to stay. I'm like, oh, hell. Yep, I'll call in sick. What do you need me to do? Oh, no. What <laughs> it's is, so yeah. sad. I mean, it's... But then they'll start school, and then they'll have, you know, it's... It's getting, it's, it's always been fun. And I always say, this is my favorite stage. And this is my, but this know. is, it's fun. This is a cool stage. It's like to be fun. able to take them to carnivals or take mm-hmm. them to things and like watch them process things. It's, so I know we totally got off track. Right. I, but uh, welcome to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's all, That's us. That's how we are. I mean, it, I'm very thankful that I had you during both journeys. And that is something I didn't know. And like I said, with the episode with Erica, 
as a person who technically didn't suffer infertility, I wanted to bring her on and bring you on um, to talk about the journey because there are other women that have gone through it. And I think one thing that she brought up and I, you're probably going to feel the same way. She had a really tough time in her journey as far as seeing everybody else get pregnant. Yes. She lost some friends. She left a job because of it. And so I asked her, I said, well, what do the individuals like me do for people like you? And she said, nothing, nothing. This is my worst moment through the whole journey. And I, and I still like, you know, when you like flash to something and you think about it and it's, it makes me like, just stop breathing. But my best friend and my other best friend, my sister, both in the same day told me that they were pregnant and they both had the same due date as my birthday. And I had just gotten home maybe the weekend before from like, I think it was my second DNC. And I handled it fine with my best friend at lunch. I was, I was very like, I always talked about this with, with my, my friend who kind of got me through it, like where you, you know what to say. I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited. Don't worry about I'm, me. Yeah, I'm okay. Don't stop. I'm fine. Like, which I really meant, but you had to practice to say it. Like I was, I really was so happy for everybody. Like, and it was, but sometimes you just needed to say it like a robot and and be it and say it nicely because it was so hard to watch. And um, but my sister came over that night. I'll never forget this. And her and her husband walked in the door, and I just knew. And, and she goes, I have something to tell you and I need to tell you in person. And I said, I said something along the lines of, I can't hear this right now. Instead of giving her a hug, she's my world. Like, and I didn't give her a hug and I walked away and I took it out on her. And when it was such a joyous moment for her, I just, I totally squashed it. And it was awful. But, you know, it's, Eric and I talked about that a lot and I told her that story. But it was, it was, um, it's hard. You see people that weren't even trying getting pregnant and you see people like, Oh, stop thinking about it and you'll get pregnant. It's like that's not how this works. Like you're always thinking about it. <laughs> Although you do hear a lot of people when they go on vacations. <laughs> you end up getting pregnant, but it's um <laughs> so I'm not going to say that that's real, but it's it's it it's tough, but just know that your time will come whether it's you have your babies yourself or you get to adopt or you get to foster like everyone just has different paths and it's like we started looking into adoption just like not not fully, but like starting ex- asking questions of our friends who have done that like how long is the process and that, you know, it's, but there's ups and downs with that too. You know, it's, right. it's And something tough. you said earlier, and I wanted to bring that back because I think that this is so important. This goes back to kind of maybe what people don't talk about or what you're trained to think. Like you have to be positive. You have to, of course you have to be positive. Right. Of course God has a plan, but it's life. Right. You were allowed to hurt. You were allowed to have pain. You were allowed to, Take it out on people and then recognize Yes, and realize. And that's the biggest thing is I think sometimes people just forget you can be human. Yes. It's making sure you have your pity party for a minute and then getting out and trying to figure out what's next. Yep. You have to. And that's the hardest part. I, it's uh, one of my best friends ended up having a miscarriage, I would say, right after Oh, no, it was, we were pregnant at the same time with the boys and, and her daughter. So right before that, she had had a miscarriage. And, and I remember her calling and saying, I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you the way that you have been there for me. And I said, I did the same thing to everyone. Like, whether it was, you know, family, I didn't have a like close, close friends, but like people who had had it, I said, I, I just didn't understand it. 
But the second you hear that you're pregnant, you plan everything in your life. You know, you have that nursery planned. You have, oh, it's going to be a girl. Like, I don't care if it's your five seconds pregnant or 30 weeks pregnant. You have that miscarriage. It is, it's dreadful. It is, it is awful. And people, you know, should feel comfortable talking about it. It is not, it's, we're tough. Women are tough, but we need each other to be able to talk to. But life goes on, you know, every time. And it, it always, it always ends up like, got to take a different path sometimes. You're amazing. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I love you. I mean, honestly, like you said, I'm, I'm so grateful for our friendship that we were able to get during this time. I mean, it was, I was so honored that you came to me and like that was, honestly, I thought I was in trouble with something. I don't know. <laughs> that is what, having babies is what brought us together and it's, it it's is. been so special. I, I can't imagine like being this company without you. you I know? love you too. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Thank you for having <laughs> us. <laughs> for having me. <laughs> I'm not pregnant, I promise. <laughs> thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and if you're feeling really generous, write me a review. And don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of Two Kids and a Career. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 